Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Maddie. And we're here to give you our worthless opinions. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> I think we have a real treat. I'm this excited week. for this one. This is we always it's say that. gonna be good. But... Speaking of TikTok, yeah. let's, this let's was we're gonna frame it up for you here. Fully TikTok inspired. It was. It was. Um, if you have a TikTok, you may a TikTok. Um, if you have a TikTok, you may have come across a video of a woman from the Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area responding to a video talking about cannibals that live in the Great Smoky Mountain <laughs> yeah. National Park. And we sound crazy. Guys. <laughs> when I heard that, I thought, "Oh hell yeah! Tell me about the cannibals." Um, and immediately thought, okay, it's like kooky shit, but I'm here for it, right? I love kooky shit. Well, in the Great Smoky Mountains, like the National yes. Park is not far from us. It's just a couple hour drive. So it's like even a couple hours. I feel like it's like an hour. But um, yeah, and um, it's big, so you know shit happens. Yeah. But uh, so then we decided to actually look into it, and then we decided to look into the national parks as a whole, and we really um, there's a little, there's some, there's some something here. There's some shit, y'all. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. So we're going to be touching on a lot of subjects, trigger warning for missing children and uh, upsetting things that happen to children. Missing people um, and just missing people in general. Also, um, we're going to do two parts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we a two parter. Yeah. um, Research heavy y'all. Yeah. So this first part will be the depressing stuff. About all the people it's that went missing. Be a little depressing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, and then um, the next part will be all the fun conspiracies as to what's going on in the national parks and um, like possible reasons why these people went missing without a trace in a lot yeah. of cases. So, and we'll kind of mention everything throughout, but yeah. um, just as like a pre- precursor, you know, guys, our version of research is googling and YouTube videos and documentaries. So, as with everything, if we don't have all the facts. That's because we didn't find all the facts. Yeah. Because so. we spent like a week doing this. Not It's not like our job. But yeah, so this this is this is a fun thing. I feel like somebody's going to one day attack us and be like, you got this wrong and this wrong and oh, this wrong. Oh, yeah. This wrong is and- just for shits. Like if, if we the get like. The podcast is called Worthless Opinions. Yeah. Like if we get really good feedback on this, we could totally get way more in depth. Oh, for sure. I mean, we have like how many people that went missing and we're just going to, we're going to cover all 10 in like one episode. Yeah. We're just glazing over. Yeah. There's like way more to these cases than we're going to discuss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. then we're going to discuss some other stuff in the second part, like as far as conspiracy theories go, which honestly, if anyone ever comes at me for research on a conspiracy theory, I will throw the whole person out because it's a conspiracy theory. There's no such thing as <laughs> research. We're kind of convinced about these conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, I'm convinced about a lot of conspiracy theories. Okay, yeah. free Britney. But none of that bullshit Pizzagate oh, stuff or back stuff. No. Don't even fucking no, no, come no, no, at me no, with no. that shit. Get the fuck out the with your chemtrails. Don't even listen. Hang up now. Stop. But no, the fun ones are here. I'm here for it. Like all birds are like there are oh, drones. Aren't real. Yeah, no, yeah. birds aren't real. Aliens that one are me up. real. Right. Um and this, there are cannibalistic hill people and Bigfoot is one of them. So yeah, let's yeah, get into it. Let's do it. Okay. So should we start off with Dior? Yes, and I'm gonna let you take this one. Okay. Because I feel like 
this one upset you and I feel like it, you kind of zoned out for this one. Yeah, it did. Well, it's okay. So Dior Cruise is two and my son is almost two. Yeah. And I he was, was real cute. Extraordinarily too. distraught whilst yeah. learning about this. Um, and oh, and we should say if you're interested in like learning more, we watched what was it called? Missing 411. Missing 411, which okay, I also recently learned that a lot of people don't like the documentary. Okay. Because they feel like the um, filmmakers preyed on the families and like made films that gave the families hope when reaction like when in actuality they're kind of like conspiracy theories themselves so take okay. i mean like obviously what's prevented presented in the documentary is true but do your own research okay um so dior coons um he disappeared on july 10th of 2015 so it was only what, not even six years ago mm-hmm. he was um i think between he was two and a half at the time i think he okay. was almost three um but he was technically two years old so him his mom his dad and then um his great-grandfather and a friend of his great-grandfather so his this great-grandfather was like the mom's grandpa mm-hmm. so um they all went on a camping trip. They were going to go camping and fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Out in the, This was in the Smoky Mountains, right? I don't even remember. No, 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 no. This was in Idaho. Idaho. Oh, Idaho. That's mm-hmm. right. I remember that. Okay. Um. So, basically, the long and short of it is they had this little campsite. It had, like, you know, standard fire pit, picnic table. There, there was a camper. The grandpa brought his camper. The camp, yes, the grandpa brought his camper, and I don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't. Were there was there a tent, or were all four of the five of them sleeping in a camper? No, uh, Dior and his father and mother had a tent, and the fourth person, the fourth adult, who was one of the grandfather's friends, Isaac. I think he was sleeping in his car or a tent. That's right. They were sleeping in the suburban or something. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and okay, but yeah, so like setting up the campsite. So when you're picturing campsite, it was not heavily, thickly wooded. No, it was like a meadow. Yeah, like a like a, a field and then some woods around it and a little trail. But um, so you could, I mean, like not heavily wooded. Just, just right. putting that out there. And there were some, there were some like heavily wooded areas surrounding them. Mm-hmm. But like the campsite itself was fairly clear. And there was like a creek. I, I mean, from the footage, it looked like it was a hundred yards away, like and you down could a little see the campsite from the creek. Yeah, yeah. Um. So essentially, it, the the story that they give is really confusing. But basically, they're like going to fish in the creek, and like they're walking back and forth. What? No, no. So, so the story goes is that. The, the mother, the father, and the son, the baby, had gone that morning to go get food. And they came back to the campsite. And the grandfather and his friend had been fishing. And they were like, oh, yeah, we caught some fish in this creek. And so the parents then said, okay, we're going to go fishing. And the friend, his name is Isaac. Isaac. Isaac, Isaac, yeah. Isaac was like, okay, I'll show you the fishing spot. And the grandfather wanted to stay at the camp. Okay. I like how you were like, you paid better attention. Or we. We were like, Maddie paid better attention. She's talking about this one. It's, it's because it upset me and I just need to know the facts. <laughs> um, so while the, as they're on their way to see the creek where they earlier caught the fish, the little boy decides, I don't want to go. I'm going to go hang out with Grandpa uh, back at the campsite, right? Which is, Which again, again, like 10 feet away. Yeah. Like, it's when we first heard that, we were like, what the fuck are they doing? Letting the little two-year-old, like, walk? No. Like, they fully in sight, like, the whole yeah, fucking time. Yeah, they can like, see it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so they go down to the creek, and then when they come back, 
his dad is like, where's my son? Uh, yeah, it had been like 10 minutes. Yeah. They were down the creek. And it was just the mom and dad at the creek. Mm-hmm. The friend had led them to it, but was but apparently like back. at a different spot or something. Kind of. Kinda, or went to a different part yeah, of the creek. Yeah, we don't really yeah. know what happened to him. He said he went to a different part of the creek, but I'm not buying it. Yeah. Um, but when they went, when they got back to the campsite, they asked grandpa, where's little, little man? Dior. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he's right over there. And when they looked over, he was gone. Right. So they, of course, are frantic, are looking for him. They don't have cell service. So they have to, um, I think they're like driving away the, from the, the dad campsite. drove away. The mom made somehow the call. got some cell cell service for a phone call. Um, if you believe in Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> he helped her make that call. And um, they played like the nine one one call and stuff. And it had been an hour since Dior went missing like that they couldn't find him before they made the phone call which devil's advocate no i'm not like, passing yeah. judgment necessarily like, especially because they didn't have service like she could have been like trying, trying for service. 15 yeah. minutes yeah um but i mean like i would exhaust literally every inch that i like reasonably could in like a quick like fashion of the surrounding area to try to find him before I call the authorities. Yeah, because you don't want to be those people that are like, oh my God, I'm going to call the cops because I can't for my kid. And then like he shows up. Yeah, it turns out he just like walked up the trail. Right. And was right or there. he was hiding. Yeah, because toddlers it was funny. are sneaky little Yeah. Terps. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's, you know, of course, with the kid missing in a park, there's like a huge search and rescue team. and um, But his mom and dad end up going home three days later. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did participate, like a lot of friends and yes. family participated in those few days. It was very extensive. I think they combed up to like, like sixty miles. I think it was something like sixty miles. Cause it they, was crazy because they used infrared, so you have to remember some of that is infrared uh, helicopters mm-hmm. flying over. They did dog search and rescue, but the area that they were in, it like directly within their campsite, it was pretty you know standard. But I think they mentioned that. The terrain got a lot rougher about six miles out or six to ten miles out. Which, like, me and Kelly were discussing, and it's like a two year old, like, if a two year old was lost and it was, you know, cold or they did or they were scared, they would literally just sit down and cry. Yeah. Like, they would cry until they would fall asleep. Absolutely. And then, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, they'd wake up and, like, maybe move a little bit, but, like, that's kind of a running theme in like these cases it's like it's very young children and they're supposedly like walking miles and miles and miles like no and disappearing without a trace or a sound or anything yeah in the middle of the night and crazy weather like like in this case it had briefly rained after he went missing like Mm -hmm. there was a downpour and then they said it got very very hot that's right it got really humid and the dad was like he would have taken his jacket off and his and, shoes would have cut because he said that he didn't keep his shoes on. Yeah, so like, like, and they didn't find any of his clothing. Like, they didn't find anything and, for and Dior. And to this day, yeah. this is still an unsolved case. Yeah, they have found literally, literally no nothing. evidence in the woods where he disappeared. Which is horrifying. Very sus. Yeah. Well, and p- another thing that was kind of sus is when they got back. So, so um, they live in a small town, and um, the family does. And it's very much like... So, if you went on a camping trip with your fa- with like f- one other me- like two other members of your family and then like a family friend and your child went missing and you were in a very remote area, like I feel like it's just 
human nature to automatically assume that like the other people that were there had something to do with it so i think that they definitely brought that home with them and i think the town also kind of like stirred that up a little bit that they live in all suspicious of each other yeah they're all accusing like one member of the family like i think the mom and dad got the worst like yeah they, they were definitely the ultimate prime suspects and initially i think that i thought that they were suspicious but then, uh, like, seeing an interview with them and, like, really they thinking seemed about very it. very genuine. They, like, distraught. Like, yeah. that mom was, um, like, she was fucking upset. Well, and it's, like, you've seen moms that have, unfortunately, been the guilty party in, like, their children's it's disappearance. The and that there's just, just the attitude is very different. Um, just they seem very transparent. But with that said, that, you know, they had investigators on the case and they actually had an investigator quit at one time because he wanted to get the case national attention, right? Because with children's case, with missing people's cases, the more people you can get to recognize their face, oh, the yeah. more likelihood you have of like one day being reunited with them if, uh, given that they're, they have mm-hmm. not, you know, died. So, um, and they refused. He, he quit because they were so, um, resistant to the tactics that he wanted to use to try to find their son Mm -hmm. um with that said though like kelly mentioned they were the prime suspects like they're getting tons of shit and when they were asked about that in an interview on the documentary they were basically just like we've it doesn't matter like what people think about us we just want our son found and it's like like i think they felt like putting themselves on television was opening up was opening up the conversation to like how they did it or how they were involved rather than the conversation being pointed at like let's find this little boy so i think it's fair like that was suspicious to me when they said it um at first that the investigator had quit but i think it does make sense i mean like i would feel the same way if i'm like the only attention that we're getting is that people think that we killed our son then i don't want it to be on the news Mm -hmm. like and something else, I mean, like, this is my, I'll, I'll add my little conspiracy theory about this, is I, 10 out of 10, the grandpa did it. The grandpa and the friend. Like, I f- full-heartedly, the grandpa and friend give me creep, creep vibes. Yeah. And I think that they heavily had something to do with it or possibly saw what happened. Like, maybe, because the grandpa was like on oxygen and not he was Ill. so like part of me wonders if he saw what happened if he was somehow involved and pressured the family into not taking it national in an attempt to cover it up maybe like if that's your family and they're like oh no you shouldn't do that. that's a bad idea that's a bad idea like just keep like blah blah, blah. and they could probably have a hand in like subconsciously right influencing them not to do that yeah um so unfortunately like we said, Dior, nothing, nothing, none of his belongings have been found. No remains have been found. He has not been found um, since 2015. And um, I have theories too. So one of my theories was the grandpa or the friend or both, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, because when you really think about it, the only options are because of the remote area that they were in, one of the members of the family is responsible. Yep. Or something or someone came up in the campsite where they all were and stole the child quiet like and the child didn't say anything didn't make enough of a stir for didn't anyone scream, to look didn't cry yes went willingly so but when you think about one of the family members being responsible that makes sense why the, would- well the only two options there are that everyone knows about it 
and is covering for that individual Mm -hmm. or that individual somehow killed them, whether it be purposefully or accidentally killed the little boy and then did what with his body for three days? God. Yeah. Like, honestly, well, there was a search and rescue team. How? With with everyone literally within eyesight. Yeah. No. And so and the funny thing is, is that seems the most unlikely. Like, it seems so impossible for it to be like one of them did it. So the most realistic probabilities seem that they either were all involved, which I don't believe. Yeah, I don't think After that watching either. that mother and father, I don't really think they'd be involved in it at all. So then we get to the fun theory. Yeah, that there's a portal to another dimension that he, the little kid walked through. Or that aliens Or that aliens took him. him. Or we have our feral Mountain people. people. <laughs> Bigfoot. Um... There is some crossover between the legend of Bigfoot and the idea of feral hill people. Essentially, some people believe that Bigfoot is a humanoid creature, but not an actual like homo sapien. Mm -hmm. And some people believe that Bigfoot is just a hill person who hasn't shaved and wears like furs. I'm in that camp that I fully fully believe that. No, absolutely. And um, a lot of the legend around Bigfoot, which we'll get into in our second episode, is that he you know, like the Bigfoot or like these people target children. Right. Because they're easy. Targets. Easy, light. You pick them up, put your hand over their mouth and run. Yeah. You And if, yeah. you, if you're local to the area and you know the area really well, you could know about a cave that's two feet away. Or, that no one would see. Yeah. yeah. That you could jump down said ravine and take your canoe 40 miles down the fucking river. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Because it's just, I mean, like, there is just no explanation. Like, especially, this one really stumps me, because, like, this little boy in particular, he, like, his mom was right there. I I guess I'll post some pictures. I'll post a picture of the campsite, and I'll post one that marks the creek, the campsite, and where he went missing from. And how it was, like, literally a stone's throw. Yeah. People think that he drowned, um, the, the, but like the creek is. They disprove that because three inches deep. Yeah, it's it's they they technically refer to it as a crick because it's not even <laughs> like a no. Creek. That's just the southern way to say it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> the creek, <laughs> dumb Kelly. Um, so so this creek is not big, and they had like there was a bunch of like logs and brush trapped in it, and the search te- and rescue teams searched like four miles of the creek and they said like every few feet you'd come across another like down log that had a bunch of stuff trapped in it essentially mm-hmm. saying that if a child had fallen into it the child's body being the size would have gotten caught right even if he had like knocked his head and even if he was become dead. unconscious yeah. and like drowned face down which is horrible oh, yeah well they said they were moving like boulders that yeah. were like if he got caught underwater the point is that they like they turned that bitch up yeah and nothing nothing not even a shoe. And it's a creek, not a river. It's yeah. a literal, like, like yeah. a water fountain that you keep in, in your Yeah, it turns office. out the fish that were in it were, like, minnows. Yeah. <laughs> they were very large tadpoles. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, so that's Dior Coons. He was two and disappeared on July 10th of 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to our next one. Um, Bobby Bizzip. Bizzip? Yeah, we're going to yeah, go Yeah, I'm sure. Age 10. Um, Bobby went missing from a Catholic boys camp and this happened in, I didn't write it down. Oh, <laughs> oops. Um, I'll it, Google it really quick. You it, keep going. But, uh, okay. So he went missing from insert name here. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so. Okay, so it looks like Bobby Bissa. Bizza? 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 Bizza. Looks like it was in 1958. Mm-hmm. In Catholic Camp St. Yep. Malo, mm-hmm. which is um, Boulder County. Okay, which, so Boulder, Colorado. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So he went missing. Um, now, Bobby was apparently hard of hearing, and he was on his way to the dining hall. He had previously been up at a campground, and he had gotten hungry and had remarked to one of the counselors that he was going to go eat. Um, thank God I read about this earlier because I didn't write this down. Um, apparently, somewhere between walking to eat, he disappeared. Which was, like, the shortest walk. Yeah. It was short and straight. Again, we have another really strange situation where it's not like this person was going on a hike they were not doing anything it's they were not going into the woods presumably of course we could say in each one of these cases well oh they just walked into the woods and got scared and got lost and died of exposure sure but i don't think that's the case here um so bobby business body was actually found um he had remains that were found a year after he went missing so obviously yeah. there was a big extensive search effort done. Nothing was found. They they did something like 20 miles worth of searching. And the place where the camp was wasn't as secluded as some of these other cases mm-hmm. because there was the campground, there was a church, and there was like a hotel up the like up close by. And it was a very well-hiked, well-trafficked area. So when they did the investigation and the search. They, they went all over the place within, like, 20 miles or whatever. And a year later, um, in a spot that they had previously searched... Yeah, this is the sus part to me. His body and remains were found. Yeah. So it, it wasn't there when they did the search, but it was there a year later. Yeah. So that's not great. Um, now, because this happened a long time ago, there aren't, like, we don't get a ton of information... But there is to be noted that two of the camp counselors who were there at the time of Bobby, that Bobby was there and actually had direct contact with him the day he went missing, did have sexual misconduct, sexual abuse, assault charges, like, leveled against them. And these charges were said to have been very credible. It was done by, like, multiple boys. And there was also a priest at the camp who has sexual assault charges against him. Now, when his remains were found, I don't think at that time period... They had the technology to really tell in their state of decomp if anything had happened to him sexually. Mm. But there, it was just, again, very, very strange that it was found in a place that they had already searched. Well, and also the his remains were found, like, like five times the distance. So, like, from where he was last seen, it was a very short walk to where he was supposedly heading to eat. And then his body was found like 20 miles very far in the opposite direction. So he had said, I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat and I'm going to walk down this fucking hill, down a hill. Yeah, that was it. There's a picture. I actually have seen a picture of like the walk he had to make. And in order to get off that trail, he would have had to stop, turn and just walk straight into the fucking woods. Yeah. For no bloody reason. For no reason. Unless he was, you know, taken into the woods. Yeah. It is also to be noted that as of November 2020, the National Park Service has actually opened an investigation into this case. Originally, it was considered an accident, but apparently a lot of eyewitnesses came forward and were like, 
no, we don't believe this is an accident. Hmm. And that's when they uncovered some of these sexual assault charges and claims. How did they not discover that? I I think I read in one spot that because it was, two of them were against camp counselors, the counselors were minors at the time. And that doesn't mm. always come up with minors. Okay. Um, and by minors, I mean under 18. So for all I know, they could have been like Se- 18. Yeah. 17. 17. 11 months. Yeah. But um, so they are, they are currently investigating that. Okay. Hopefully get some information. But the theories are kind of the same as Dior Cruz and kind of the same yeah. as a lot of these. Yeah. The original um, coroner's report said that he died. He- it was probable he died from exhaustion and exposure and classified as an accident. And then more specific on location, too, I found it. It's between Estes Park and Allen's Park, okay. in case anyone wanted to know. Google Whatever that means. Yeah. But, um, again, that one's one of the oldest ones, so we don't have a ton of information on that. Yeah. Okay. So, Jared... Oh, God. Atadero, I think is how they Atadero. said it. Atadero. We'll go with that. Okay. Um, so, Jared was three years old, and he disappeared in 1999. Okay. So, oh, God, you're going to have to remind me what they were doing. Okay. So, um, Jared lived with his dad and his sister. Right. In, uh, near, like, right outside the park. They were avid hikers, campers, whatever. Uh, the sister was going to go with some friends, and they were apparently going to go to, like, a salmon hatchery farm that was right up the road, like, a mile and a half from their house. And so, the little boy, Jared, he was like, oh, dad, like, I want to go with my sister and her friends. And there was, like, two adults, and he was like, okay, that's fine. And a very specific part of the father's story is that he couldn't get his son's shoes on because he was so excited to go out that he didn't even get them, like, tied. He just, like, ran out the door. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing, like, a little jacket and some, like, blue pants and just, mm. just went with him. And the dad, again, was like, okay, he's with two adults. He's with his sister. They were just going to go to the salmon hatchery down the road and they'd be back. So the dad actually went to, like, lay down and have a nap. Or, like, he put on TV and fell asleep. Yeah. Now, what actually ended up happening is that they decided that they were actually going to go 12 or 15 miles up the road for like a hike and they were going to hike into the forest because it was a really something about like the view was supposed to be really good so they went much much further than the father had expected them to go and the reason I say that is because a lot of areas I read people were saying like why didn't the dad prepare him better why did he let him go because he didn't know he was going for yeah a hike. it's like he well, thought no. he was gonna be around the corner and and like of course he didn't tie his shoes he thought he was just wandering around with his sister and friends yeah. like this poor kid if he's trips there are two adults there with him who can tie his shoes like the fuck but anyway um so yeah unfortunately they finally came back and which it's hor- like oh god it's so horrifying to just like put yourself in the place of mm-hmm. these parents who have like lost their child but also this one was hard because those adults had to drive back back and wake this father wake up. Wake the dad up and say, we can't find Jared. Yeah. And like, in the interview, the dad was like, oh, well, they said, like, something happened to him. And he was like, oh, what? Did he fall and oh, hurt yeah. himself? Like, what, what happened? Yeah, what like, happened? did he break his arm? And they were like, he's yeah, no. fine, but we can't find him. Like That, was the, that was the direct quote. He's fine, what? but we can't find him. What? The fuck? What the fuck? I would just, like, slap someone right then if they told me that. And this this story hurts my soul because the father's interviews, he, like, cries every time. Oh, God. He was such a sweet man. He And this he was a poor single dad yeah. who just got a break. He just wanted to watch the game and take a nap. And his poor kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but the story goes that they were hiking. Okay. And uh, th- this is the part that, like, what makes me want to punch these people that he was with 
they were hiking and at some point the little boy wandered off for 20 minutes 20 minutes was that this one yeah yeah that's the one where they oh they were having saying oh we didn't see him for 10 to 20 minutes okay a can you not tell the difference between 10 and 20 minutes and b what the fuck? 20 minutes is a long ass that time is to a not see a incredibly long time i mean like two minutes is a long time to not see a three-year-old yeah, as like as like a mom if i don't hear or see my child for a few minutes i'm like what the fuck and i'll yeah. be like where are you what you doing like what's up and usually he's like hiding under the couch or something but 20 minutes that's a especially long as time. a person who's responsible for the child you should be hyper vigilant because it's not your fucking kid. You don't know their tendencies. You don't know their strengths and weaknesses. Like, okay, mm. maybe if it was my kid and I knew that, like, oh, he's just going to go sit down, maybe I'd let him wander off for, like, five minutes. Right. But even then. Well, and, like, you don't, yeah, no. Because, no. like, you don't know, is he going to keep walking? Is, he does he have bad himself? balance? Yeah. And apparently this trail, the one particular spot that he went missing on, it had really intense ravines on either side that was like a straight uh, straight drop and I I think I'm reading it was like all like rubbled shale on the side. Mm -hmm. So like that's dangerous. You don't just let a fucking three year old walk around like that. Yeah. Um, So even after the father was brought he he was woken up and then immediately drove to try to find him and of course, search search party, nothing, no, absolutely no evidence was found until three and a half years after his disappearance. Ugh. So, which is awful. And then eventually, so about three and a half years later, they found um, his skull cap. So not his whole skull, just the top of it. And then they found one tooth and clothing. Um, they didn't just find it and in the, the old way. Clothing, no. yeah. And the clothing was like, pristine barely torn like yeah like so the people that found it was a pair of like extraordinarily avid climbers and hikers they found it something like 20 to 30 miles away it was so far beyond where they had lost him and it was up a very steep we gotta post a picture of that hill posting lots of pictures we'll see how many instagram lets me post yeah but um so Basically, there's absolutely zero way that a three-year-old could have made it up that hill. And those climbers or hikers they confirmed said they it. barely they made said, up the hill. Yeah, that they had a that they struggled climbing, and that there was no way that a a young like a literal three-year-old without any adult supervision could have done it. And so. I think there was like a survivalist they interviewed who said the same thing, and he was like, "Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not." And like the conditions that they found, like. His shoes were, were unscuffed. Pristine. His his pants were picked apart, but by birds. Like, you could tell birds had, like, picked right. apart the leggings. for their nests. And um, the thing was is that they didn't find any blood, any fibers, anything from an animal. Nothing. Well, and they were saying, too, that, like, there are mountain lions or some sort of, like, wild cat out there. And their tendency is to go for the stomach. And his jacket was fully intact. Yeah, like, it had some rips on the arms. That was yeah. it. But, again, no, no blood. No animal fibers that they looked for. Yeah. And in the area where his remains were found, there was nothing that showed, like, any kind of disturbance or animal activity. Yeah. It was was crazy. So, um, this one is, I think, is mountain people-esque. Oh, absolutely. But there was also, when I was reading about it, there is a theory 
uh, that he was, okay, wait, is that, that he was abducted by a park ranger. So it, it seems like for some reason people very specifically think it was a park ranger because of like the nature of it, like that the, the trail was like heavily traveled. So the idea, cause like the feral people tend to be off trail. Like they yeah. tend to be in like very secluded areas, but this trail was heavily traveled. I like that. Theory. Well, yeah. Well, no. And also if a kid, if a little kid sees someone in a park ranger uniform and they're like, come with me, they're, they'll do it quietly. Yeah. And the discovery of the clothes in such good condition, and everything, the idea was, is that some people think that maybe they were put there to be discovered to somehow placate the family and like kind of let, like give them some form of like ability to move on um and then there's a theory about like sex trafficking but that doesn't like even the sex trafficking doesn't really explain why you found remains in yeah. the woods no they would that would not happen i don't think in a sex trafficking case and of course the, the like the official theory is that he succumbed to exposure but that's bullshit because where the, where's the rest of his body and how did he get there yeah well i mean you know some people are like oh he he took off his clothes because he was experiencing hypothermia and the end stage of hypothermia is right to strip but i don't actually see that being very probable in a three-year-old I don't think a three-year-old would experience all the stages of hypothermia so much as they would experience the stage of just falling the fuck asleep. Or having the motor skills to remove their own clothing. All of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and I think that if he really again, did die from... Yeah, the climb. Which, I mean, like, if he really did die from hypothermia, maybe it's, like, scavengers, like, saved those items and, like, took them to their... But, like, it's, like, you have to get so... Just those two bones. Yeah, That's just the two bones it. and his clothes. Like, all all of his clothing. So like, weird. Now. So fucking weird. Yeah. So that one's very sad. 1999. Hmm. All right. And then Samuel Belkey is up next. And he was age eight. And this one's kind of suspicious. Um, he went missing on October 14th of 2006. Now, Samuel was said to have been on the autism spectrum. And they were around uh, Lake... What was it? Oh, shit. What's that big? It was in Chicago. No, it wasn't. Or, I mean, it was, not um, Illinois. Uh, what's the... It... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Um, so, okay. So... He and his dad were driving around this lake and they pulled over to to look at the view or whatever. And uh, they were on. So, okay. So picture this with your imagination. There's a road and on one side is the lake and on the other side is like a hilltop with trees heavily wooded. And do you, do you have it? Yeah. It's Crater Crater Lake National Park in um, Oregon. Okay. So, cra- yeah. Cra- so he was driving around Crater Lake. So, again, there's the lake on one side of them and this big hill with all the woods at the top. And apparently his father says that they pulled over and Samuel began playing a game of hide and seek. Or tag. Or tag. We're not really sure which one it is. Apparently dad can't fucking remember. <laughs> um, and They're very different, but okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and Samuel ran up the hill and his dad couldn't catch up to him and literally was never able to be found. Yeah. Like his like his dad was calling him like, Hey, it's time to go get back in the car and he was refusing, so his dad went to go fetch him near the wooded area and when he did that, Samuel ran away, which is not uncommon for a child on the spectrum. Yeah. To to run when you're being chased and right. think everything's a game kind of deal. Um 
But this one, this one's really suspicious to me because, like, I totally understand that Samuel's behavior was like normal, indicative of someone yes. with autism. Um, or but possibly not. I find it really hard to believe, like, no matter how wooded that area is, that like a grown man couldn't keep up with his son. So I read that Crater Lake is like not only insanely heavily wooded, but extraordinarily rough terrain. Which I mean, okay, maybe that's why he couldn't chase him. But that but would also kid, mean that he couldn't run very far. Right. Like, that That would inhibit Samuel as well, not just his dad. Yeah. So, I don't know about this one. This one's a little weird to me. It's also known that he was terrified of loud noises. So, some people think that maybe he had gotten a certain, like, a certain point, like, certain amount of, like, far away or whatever. And when search efforts began, he got scared and, yeah. like, was hiding didn't come out um there was also a very heavy snowfall a few days afterwards so the general consensus is considering they've never found any remains is that that's what happened he ran away tripped fell got hurt got scared when people came to look for him and then died of exposure exposure, or he fell into the lake but again so sad they continued to do search efforts even after the snowfall within a huge radius. They used um, dogs. They used the infrared, all that. And nothing has ever been found. That's insane. And uh, one of the things I was reading on this one is specifically like in the Crater Lake area. Apparently, body parts like wash up very frequently. Yikes. <laughs> and so a lot of people didn't understand, like didn't uh, like didn't buy into the drowning theory because they were like, if he had, something would have washed up because it usually does anyway. Right. Well, yeah, and it's like, it's a lake. It's not an ocean. Like, it's yeah, not just exactly. going to float out to sea. It's a, you know. I mean, it's a pretty big lake, but yeah. <laughs> right, but, right, but it's like a confined it would, Yeah, space. it would eventually, like, yeah. surface. Somebody would find something. It's not infinite like the ocean can tend to be. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, so this next one's good. Yeah, so the next one is Keith Parkins. So this is another old one. He disappeared on April 10th of 1952. Um, it was in Ritter, Oregon. So it was outside of his own home. So I think his mom was, like, calling him to dinner or something. Um, him and his other two siblings and his other two siblings came when she called and she said, you know, where's Keith? And then when they went out to find him out near the barn where they had seen him, he wasn't there. Gone. Okay? He was gone. Right. So, the kicker with this one, he was, so he disappeared at, like, oh, God, at what night. Was it, was it, is it, like, 9 I mean, it was around dinner time. Yeah. So, like, it, they, we don't get an exact time. They oh, yeah. around dinner time. Okay, okay. So, it was around dinner time. It, it was, was dark out. It was dark out, and it was, like, January. Like, it was cold. Yeah, they said it got down to, like, 14 degrees that night with oh, snow. Oh, God, what the fuck? 14 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> so, um, 19 hours later. And 20 miles away. They found him alive and undressed. And undressed, laying face down in the snow. Just face down. No, he had taken off his jacket and his overalls and his hat. Uh, hat. Uh, his dad found him and like apparently picked him up. And yeah. He was alive. Well, they had they called a search party, and so it was like a large group of people were looking for him, which it's a good like that search party actually worked. That like they actually found him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. He had mild frostbite, and that was it. This fucking how old? How old did I say he was? Two? How old? Oh shit! How old was he? I think he was two. He was two. Yeah, he was two. He was gone for nineteen, 19 hours. hours 
in the cold in Oregon in the winter and had gotten 20 miles away or wait no sorry 12 miles from his house yeah it was eight miles as the flow as the crow flies and then they said it like they estimated that like walking it it would have been a 12 mile walk because you couldn't like walk it yeah again the the terrain was rough it was heavily wooded around their house at one point wait was he did he have to like go over like a stream or something like a very small stream I don't remember that, but I remember them saying that, like, it was not navigable to walk as the crow flies yeah. from, like... Straight. You wouldn't have been able to do Oh, it. and then, so, we know that because, so, saw him at the barn, and then, like, three miles one way, they found tracks, his his own tracks of his shoes, and then it was, like, I think it was, like, three miles as the crow flies, and then, um... Because this was the 50s, so everything was as the crow flies. Right. <laughs> and then f- turn the other way... And five miles further, the other direction is where they actually found him. So apparently this little boy just wandered all around town. Like what? Again, in the again during the night, during the snow in 14 degrees. I I'll reiterate y'all are no, but I have a toddler. Yeah. No, no, no. He would literally just sit down and cry. Cry. He would just cry. I I get that country folk are built different, but not a toddler. No. He's two. And and he could barely talk. Yeah. And and you're telling me he hiked up and down and all around only to fall asleep then for twenty mountain. Ni- no. Like if he he would have had to actually walk for like those nineteen hours straight. Yeah. Quite frankly, to get from like where like to fall to get to those points where they know that he was. I guess I mean I, yeah, I guess he could have walked for like it literally might have been that he walked the entire eighteen mi- like eighteen hours and then was it like passed out for the last and that's why they found him like barely alive. Yeah. Because he had just passed out. But like what two year old is gonna walk? He would li- no. No. And the funny thing is, now that I'm thinking about it, part of me wonders, I know you can't do a study on this because you can't experiment on children, but it does make me wonder in all these cases where these little kids are found so far away, like, I mean, what is the, what is even the endurance of a toddler that young? Because it doesn't seem like it's very much. I mean, like an adult who doesn't. Oh, me. I could never. Who is not active. No, no. They would be struggling to walk 12 if miles if somebody says three mile hike i'm winded thinking about it yeah like no and they have little legs they're not coordinated very well so any form of like rocky snowy they're like climbing it yeah, yeah no yeah no 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 so basically when oh and then they, when they found him of course he's only like two and a half at the time two or two and a half so when they asked him what happened, he couldn't remember. Like, he couldn't tell them. He had scratches all over himself. And they were like, who scratched you? And he said the cat. Yeah. That was the only thing he could muster. Right. Um, But he did say he took his clothes off. Yeah. Apparently, like, he... Like, took- he remembered some bits, but he didn't remember what happened all night. Yeah. And so. um, I think at some point they determined by... Because they found, like fibers of his clothes on a barbed wire fence that that's how he got the scratches what does that he somehow climbed like through a barbed wire fence and then kept fucking going no so yeah my theories on this one are aliens my that's my i'm just going not heal people it's fucking aliens i think that he might have been drugged Ooh, because he was out by himself at the barn he was you know obviously a small child as we've said you know a thousand times and i think (laughs) that like there was enough isolation not being 
at the house that someone could like him being behind the barn that like they could have come up and grabbed him excuse me in the 50s though drugging in the 50s i mean like chlorophyll chlorophyll chloroform (laughs) i mean they drugged people in the yeah i'm gonna go with aliens (laughs) could also be aliens or like a portal issue if we're gonna bring up the whole portal thing again yeah because this one's weird this one's probably the weirdest one to me. I also saw on like Reddit somebody said that they think that maybe Bigfoot or like a hill person grabbed him and maybe felt guilty somehow. Yeah. Well, I wonder. I want. Part of me wonders. Like, I wonder if this is a um, parent thing and they got remorseful. Like, if the mom was trying to leave or something and take him. But like, what about the other two kids? The, yeah, so, all the other kids. Yeah. Everybody was there together. Maybe huh. maybe like a, a another person in the area tried yeah. to get kidnap him and he became too difficult or they got in over their head and changed their mind. Yeah. But I'm sticking with aliens. But I feel like he'd be even farther away then. Like if he, someone threw him in a car and, and was trying to take him. Well, yeah. And like it, it wouldn't be so wooded and secluded. Like he wasn't on the side of a road. Right. He wasn't near another person's farm. He was farm. like in the middle of a field. It was surrounded by woods. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he's alive and well. Well, at least he was in 2016. Yeah. He still had the clothes he was wearing when they found him. Yeah. In that interview. (laughs) Okay. Next up. Okay. This is going to be Kelly's time to shine. Oh. (gasps) It's your boy, Dennis Martin. Yeah. Okay. So, Dennis Martin went missing on June 14th of 1969 at age six. He went missing in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park whilst hiking the Cades Cove Loop. Um, it is, to this day, the most extensive search effort ever performed in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. They had thousands and thousands of people looking, and they had some, like, leading technology at the time. Uh, the story goes that he and his siblings and some friends were all playing, and they were playing this game where they were planning on surprising the adults in the group. They were going to split up and sneak around and then meet back up at the camp and, like, jump out and surprise them. Um, his father actually was like, I guess, like saw him hiding behind a bush and was kind of like, oh, ha ha ha. He's going to try and scare us. Okay. And all the other kids eventually like ride back at the camp, like probably about like five minutes is the, the time estimate between when he was seen and when they realized he was gone. The kids arrived back at the camp and surprised the adults and Dennis wasn't there. So they went out looking for him and they couldn't find him. Now, the area that Dennis disappeared in is marked by very steep slopes and ravines. It also has a lot of wild animals and copperhead snakes. There are bears, hogs, bobcats, blah, 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 blah. So think very tumultuous surroundings. And shortly after he went missing, there was a torrential downpour dropping three inches of rain in a few hours, which washed out some of the trails and caused streams to flood. And that night the temperature dropped to nearly 50 degrees. Eventually, a shoe and a sock were found that belonged to Dennis, but to this day, no other evidence has been found. So despite the fact that they did very extensive searching, no evidence of, like, like no remains from an animal attack, because one important thing to point out with animal attacks is a theory. Animals aren't going to, like, go pop the bones in a trash can or bury them. They're right. going to just eat the person and leave. Right. And they're going to drag them. There's going to be, like, like clothes strewn everywhere. If it was an eagle, which I don't really think is the case for Dennis because he would have been six. Yeah. But in some Maybe of them. Maybe for, like, the little, little ones. Yeah. And, like, so they say even with an eagle, you would find 
the remains in a nest or parts like on the ground. So again, there's just absolutely nothing but a shoe and a sock, which is very odd because they're from different feet. Shut the fuck up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, they said that. I don't actually know how they fucking tell that because um, oh, socks sock are the sock? same foot. But apparently, the, I, I read someone that said they're from different feet. <laughs> Probably not. But that's what they said. I mean, when you wear your socks for a while, you can tell oh, which foot it was yeah, on. Yeah, no, no, for sure, so. for sure, for sure. So maybe. And maybe back then they made socks different. <laughs> um, but this back is in the, 60s. the day. Back in the day. Back in 69. So this one is is really where we get into the thick of this Bigfoot cannibal feral people theory. <laughs> um, this, this is So this, many slashes. Guys, this is the shit. Um, in like the most remorseful, I'm really sorry way. Like, like, but like the thing, the thing that bothers me about these is like, if that's the truth and that these people are being taken by like forest people, what the fuck America's government, why don't you do something? So the theory was that he was taken out of the park or, you know, taken somewhere within the park by someone or something. Now it's to be mentioned that Great Smoky Mountains National Park is massive. So big. It expands multiple states. It's huge. Very realistically, I think it'd be impossible to cover all the space. Oh, absolutely. So so even though it was one of the largest surf- search efforts in history, it's just not, it's not going to happen. Um, the night after, or the afternoon after his disappearance, there were two tourists in the, er- in the area, Harold Key and his family, and they reported having heard an enormous, sickening scream. And very shortly afterwards, they witnessed a very unkept, rough-looking man running through the trails where they had heard the scream come from. Um, he thought that the man had gotten into a white car and may have been a moonshiner. Park rangers and Federal Bureau of Investigation concluded that there was not enough sufficient evidence to link the sighting to his disappearance, particularly given that Key's sighting was approximately five miles away and the exact time of the sighting being unknown and the trails lacking connections to the two sites, blah, 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 blah. But some people think that the sickening scream and the unkept man they saw may have been one of the <gasps> feral people. Dun, dun, dun. Now, um, Dennis Martin's father is a pretty big proponent of this theory. He is he is on board with the feral people theory. Um, there's a lot of very still alive local legends and stories that are told to people who live in the Pigeon Forge Gatlinburg area. That there are feral people who will snatch you if you go off the main trails. And this specific story, Dennis Martin's story, is one of the ones that they, like, warn you about. They're like, well, Dennis Martin, he got snatched by the hill people. And we're going to get into this a little bit more in our second episode. But it is to be noted that Green Berets were actually brought in after Dennis's disappearance. And the park was closed for a while. Locals reported having heard screams and saw guns and body bags. And um, essentially the theory is that the park was called of people. Feral That's people. That's so fucked. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, a, this is just your tidbit for now. Let's talk about Jake Gray. Uh, this one's very interesting. I really like this one. And um, he's the oldest that we're going to talk about. Yes. So Jake Gray is 22 and he disappeared most recently in April 2017. Um, spoiler alert. He was found his, well, 
his remains were found in 2018. Um, he was missing in Olympic National Park. Uh, Jacob had gone for a bike ride and was never seen again. Now, to set up kind of like a little bit of a setting for why Jacob was, you know, out in Olympic National Park, he had been going through some stuff mentally. Um, he had like quit college and just kind of like gone out on his own a bit and was apparently out in the forest to kind of like get away from it all. But it's to be noted by his father and family that although he was struggling mentally, not at all suicidal, not, not like, no, he was an avid outdoorsman. He enjoyed getting away, wanting to have the time to think and a little bit of clarity and to disconnect. Um, and his bike was actually found right off a trail with lots of camping and hiking gear. So he had like he had like a little cart attached to it and mm. apparently had like gone for a bike with all the stuff with him. His bike was found because park rangers had been like walking the area because again, very well like known and walked area. Right. They saw the bike one morning and when they returned the next afternoon, it was still there completely untouched. Oh god. So all the camping and hiking gear hadn't been touched. Kudos to those park rangers for noticing that first of all. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Important thing to note here is if you're going to drive out and commit suicide, why the fuck would you take like pounds of gear with you? No. Sus. Now, when his he was reported missing, um, his father, who's an absolute champ, liquidated his entire business and spent all of his money to move out to Olympic National Park. And he spent every single day over the next year looking for his son. It was said that he spent 12 to 14 hours a day oh my God, looking for his son. It is. Um, uh, and again, his father said, you know, his Jacob was an avid outdoorsman. He had survivalist training and that he would know how to handle himself in a rough situation. Now, a year later, um, a group of geologists were hiking to the top of Ridge to study geology. Um, (laughs) And his clothes and gear were found towards the top of a ridge. Um, These geologists reported it. Park rangers came out and they found his remains near below the ridge. Um, Immediately, people were like, okay, he committed suicide. He jumped. But... His that father, is not where I would jump. And his father really just holds that's not what happened. Now, I another suspicious thing that I read is that his remains, like his like body was found at the bottom of the ravine, but up near where his clothes and things were, they found a, one of his fingers. Oh, God. So just randomly one of his fingers. Now, it's to be noted that this ravine where he was found was not, it's not like he was trapped. It was a, tra- like it was a, like you hike up and you hike back down. It wasn't a very frequently hiked spot and they only noticed like these geologists only noticed his gear because they were like they had like kind of leaned or like gotten to a spot to look at something and they're like oh look there's like a pack. So it makes sense that it could have been missed by like search and rescue efforts but not to the point where it was missed because it was some like ridiculous hard to get to spot. Right. Especially not for someone who was an avid experienced outdoorsman. Um, where he was found, he was found with like a cigarette lighter. He had extraordinarily insulated clothing and plenty of food with him. So it's not like he was freezing to death and it's not like he was starving to death and was like, I have to jump to kill my, like, there's no other option. It very suspicious. That, yeah. That's not how that, unless he, like if that, there was just like a sudden suicide attempt that like people wouldn't, that would be a serious 
mental health issue going on. Yes, and his death is technically ruled as inconclusive, but authorities were like, okay, he come to hypothermia. But there was no signs of trauma on his remains. Well, and if so he, had he didn't close. Yeah, exactly. That's what they said. They're like, um, he had a lighter and he was well insulated. Yeah, like he knows how to build a fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it hadn't rained or snowed in that area, so nothing was wet. Yeah, this bitch could build a fucking fire with that. And again, <laughs> his remains were found at the bottom of the ravine. No signs of trauma. So, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, so he did not consistent with a fall. So was he naked? No, he, his remains were found with clothing, and then oh. his gear and other clothing oh, just, were at the top. Okay. When you said other clothes, when you said clothing, I thought you meant like... It, it's kind of... I I mean, like, I'm not completely sure. Possibly. So he wasn't, like, in the nude. He was just maybe, like, had one layer off yes, or something. Yes, exactly. Okay. So some of the unanswered questions that kind of go with this um, were apparently he had told people he was headed east, but he was found west. So, like, some people say, oh, well, like, he was trying to throw people off the... Tr- like throw people off his off his scent but again his father says that doesn't make sense i don't think that's weird either like if you get to hiking and you're like yeah i think i'm gonna take the east trail and then you get there and you're like no you know what that has a really pretty view over there i'm gonna go this way instead that's not crazy yeah yeah um another thing is like his bike was just parked very like open and unlocked that and all of his so gear was weird. laid out his it's gear like was laid out it, it's, it's like someone put it there so that like to like sound the alarm that he was missing or it was put there because he was planning on camping and just went for a hike yeah up the top but even that like maybe i mean i think it's odd like as someone who owns a bike i would never leave my bike those things are fucking expensive yeah but i mean if you're in like a like a national park maybe you don't really worry about it but i I don't know i mean just not like up like up by the trail in plain view like yeah it's obvious it was like i would have hidden it somewhere and and okay well he, so he his like his body his body was found 15 miles from where his bike was oh okay okay wait no so for an avid hiker that's not that bad yes and so that's why it's to be noted but some people have that as a question but also if it's 15 miles away that means a 30 mile day at minimum to get back to his site to and fifty three thousand feet yeah that or, so uh, like sorry 5300 feet above sea level yeah. that's almost. that's what i heard okay <laughs> good. but like even for a very experienced hiker that's a lot for a day and that's like really pushing it if your shelter's not out if yeah. like you haven't cooked your dinner like all of that shit like that's a long ass day especially if it's cold and you don't like because you really don't want to be out in mm-hmm. the dark even if you are i mean like you can be as like a backpacker and avid hiker but like I mean, I, when I have gone and backpacked the AT, it's, like, the only, like, it's kind of like, yeah, you just, like, hike until, you know, two hours before sundown so you can, like, set up your tent and get uh, dinner ready. Mm-hmm. Well, so. so with this case in particular, a lot of people knew that he was having kind of, like, a, it was worded as a mental health crisis, but I do want to be very, like, careful with that wording. I don't we I don't know what happened. I don't know right. what he was going through. I know that he had dropped out of college and decided to like kind of go into the park to like get away. Yeah, it was maybe just like feeling a little lost. That doesn't necessarily constitute a mental health crisis. A lot of people point towards schizophrenia that he had some kind of schizophrenic episode. Oh. And the reason I say I want to be careful with it is cuz that's a really big claim yeah. to make. Now, if it was true, it would make some sense um because if you are struggling with a mental health untreated treated untreated schizophrenic episode he could have very reasonably gone into the park thinking he was going to camp 
had a, a I guess the beginning of an episode maybe something triggered him to just like walk off into the forest maybe he was feeling like he needed to again the whole finger thing is kind of odd like maybe he like yeah, cut off one of his fingers so- and then hiked mm. down but didn't fall and then just died very suspicious again the manner in which he died is inconclusive we have no idea how he died because he did it was not trauma i mean could it be blood loss from his finger i don't know i didn't see anything about that it did it definitely didn't sound like it because the i I mean like that's not a huge opening for your body like no especially if you're an avid outdoorsman who can just tie a rag around yeah i mean it would even if you didn't it would clot yeah and the, the, the like, way in which he lost his finger is also inconclusive. Now, all of this inconclusive How is bullshit, that inconclusive? Well, if I guess, like, the state of remains. Like, part of me, oh. it, I didn't see anything where it said this, but I would imagine that maybe they had been, like, picked over by Animals predators. or birds or something. Yeah, so, like, maybe the animals or birds left teeth marks that kind of misconstrued hmm. some of the... Because, I mean, you would be able to tell if, like, it was, like, scissored off broke or... or bitten broken, off. Yeah, or, or like, yeah. just cut off Unless, or of course, animals had fucked with it and messed up your evidence. Right. Okay, I guess so. that's fair. But, yeah, I w- I, so I guess, like, with that, the possible, like, episode, like, especially with schizophrenia, his his behavior is very erratic from, like walking 15 miles away from his campsite from leaving his bike and his gear in full view that's all just that seems like very erratic to me like it's kind of just like oh, i'll do this and then like moving on and like forgetting about it like mm-hmm. not really having like a plan for your day well, and, and schizophrenic people often report hearing voices so let's say you all like let's say he was having an episode that was yeah. being influenced by and this again I, this is all conjecture i right, have right. no idea what he was going through but if you if you do look at it like that, then it's very possible that he felt like he was being told to do certain things. Yeah. Now, of course, but it still doesn't is, explain his death. Like it maybe yeah. explains the strange behavior, but it still doesn't explain why he's dead. How did he die? Yeah. Unless he was attacked by hill people. <laughs> oh yeah. Because. While but how they did they do, kill him if there's no trauma? Again, I think I would imagine that his because I read inconclusive so many areas. It really made it sound like his remains were not found in a good state. Like okay. they, like it, it really made it sound like they were in rough shape when they found him. So a lot of people said animals, but I'm gonna go ahead and say cannibals. <laughs> animals, cannibals. Um, Seems reasonable <laughs> because although it is stated that they mostly target children, they do still attack adults. Especially, um, oh, that was another thing I forgot to mention. Jacob was thin; he was very slender. Mm-hmm. So. It like slender in the sense that he may have looked like an easy target. Yeah, well, and like anyone alone by themselves who like clearly, especially because I'm sure it was like by looking at him, you could tell he wasn't just there for the day, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, and maybe they saw him like sit down and take off his jacket to like look at the view, and then yeah. they attacked him, and he lost a finger, and there was a tussle, and they ate him, and he died. Huh. But then, okay, maybe. That's that one's really weird. That one's very weird. I and I just I just like that that one to me. I wanted to include that because it it's just very suspicious. Now, guys, these are not all of the suspicious disappearances. There are so many. There's there's this one that I was also reading about about this grown woman who was missing for four days, and they did in a, in like a very small area, like the park was surrounded by like populated land, right? And she lived close to the park, and she went out and was missing for days, and then just 
showed up out of nowhere, walked back into town with no recollection of what happened to her. Absolutely none. What the fuck? Uninjured. That might be this one, actually. Oh, wait, no, that's not that one. But yeah, so very, very suspicious. And then quickly, really quickly, we'll mention Casey Hathaway. Um, He went missing in 2019 in North Carolina at age three. The t- at, like when he went missing, temperatures dropped below freezing. Dropped below freezing. And he was missing for the night. He was found alive three days later. 400 feet elevation from his home. So like a long ass way from his home. And his grandmother states that Bigfoot took him. And then dropped him off three miles away. It sounds or like, three days later. It sounds like mama might have needed a break. Well, his grandmother cared for him. He was like at his oh. grandmother's house. And he was playing outside and went missing. That's insane. Mm-hmm. But he was found alive and well three days later. But that's very like far the, away. Um, what's his face? Yeah. So, I mean, like that's where you kind of get that the portal conspiracy that they maybe accidentally walk into something because they're found like so okay, but so far away. Right. Yeah. And like for the... the um weather and all conditions the conditions that they supposedly endured for you know 19 hours or three days they're fine yeah mm-hmm. so. not traumatic at all <laughs> so but um in the next episode we will explain to you and get a little bit more into depth about some of our theories yeah and like what's actually going on with the national parks and why it's kind of like kind of fucked up it, yeah it is pretty fucked up so okay well follow us on instagram yes please smash them five stars smash them five stars Leave us a review. Ask us questions. Leave us a comment. Share us some shit on Graham. Yeah. Um, We're thinking about making a TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know yet. I'll let y'all know. But I think it could be fun. If it happens, we'll we'll let you know, and then you should follow us on TikTok. We'd really have to get our creative juices flowing. (laughs) Woof.